Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement, to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring jewels to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, nonprofits, donors, sponsors, volunteers, the community, and abroad. Join me every other Tuesday at BBS Radio, All Row 65 Max at noon. My special guest today is Stephanie James. She is an author, filmmaker, transformation coach, and professional speaker. Stephanie says humans live in an unparalleled time on the planet. And many have faced unbelievable challenges, ones they never imagined they would go through. It is time for a reliable compass and a North Star to help guide the travel-weary reader safely to the shore of our inner strength and vibrancy. As a psychotherapist, presenter, transformational coach, author, filmmaker, and radio show and podcast host, Stephanie has experienced what it means to live fully lit up and fully alive. She has gathered wisdom from some of the most amazing minds and serving hearts on the planet and have synthesized their wisdom with her own knowledge and experience to help amazing individuals such as myself to expand our vision of ourselves and ignite our purpose. At last, thank you for this interview chance, Ms. James, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Pamela. So excited to be here with you. <laughs> so how are you doing today? I am doing great. It has been just a beautiful morning, and I'm just sitting up here. I, I call my office the treehouse because I'm on the top floor, and there's these beautiful vines all around my windows. and. It's a gorgeous day in Colorado. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm doing absolutely beautiful too. The weather has been a little hot and everything, but I'm managing. <laughs> I am managing. Yes, yes. But it it's it, it's good to be able to go and jog and run right now and uh, getting a fresh a breath of fresh air, I must say. So that is great. Wonderful. So tell me Stephanie, I, I, I had read about you and I went on the website and I'm totally inspired of who you are. So tell me, what inspired you to enter the world of film? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because I literally, I, I had been a, a psychotherapist for 15 years and transformation coach. And I had this nightly practice for about three months 
a girlfriend of mine, Misa Hopkins, has this beautiful meditation called the holding meditation. And so I've been practicing that every night for about three months. And then all of a sudden, I call it a download. As I mm-hmm. got done doing a meditation one night, it just came to me. And just like you said in the intro, you know, what came to me is I do know some of the most brilliant minds and serving hearts on the planet. And I was just inspired, like, what if we brought them together and we did an event where actually, you know, these these thought thought leaders and change makers came together and had their own event first. So it wasn't just these people show up like usually happens and they present for 45 minutes and then they leave and no one ever talks to one another. And so I just, I I started getting the idea like, wow, this needs to happen and how cool to have it filmed as a documentary. And it was so bizarre because there was so much serendipity that followed this. Um, My dear friend, Jacob Lieberman, who's an amazing thought leader and and the author of the book, Illuminated Life. um, I said to him, you know, I'm going to have Misa Hopkins as one of our presenters and I'm going to go visit her in Santa Fe. And Jacob said, well, why don't you get a hold of Larry Dossie and his wife? They live in Santa Fe. And then George and Sedina Capanelli, who live in Santa Fe. Well, George and Sedina Capanelli happened to be radio, no, excuse me, television and um, television and film producers themselves. And everyone was so open to meeting with me and everyone loved this idea. And so... The Capanellis, not only did they say, yes, we want to be a part of this, they said, well, let us get you in touch with our award-winning film crew. And literally every oh. piece of this came together so serendipitously. And so these amazing presenters from all over the nation came in two days early with really, I mean, we, we ended up, we danced together, we ate meals together, we meditated together, and we filmed all of it with really this whole premise of, it's, you know, the, the challenging and difficult times that we face that then become the match point within us that can ignite right. something that then becomes our gift to the world. And so, you know, the, these presenters were sharing really intimate stories. And in the film, you really get to be um, kind of a fly on the wall between these conversations. You know, the second day that we filmed, we all, all 12 of us sat around a round table and we called it Lights of the Round Table. And so the the viewer really gets to be that fly on the wall to listen to these intimate conversations around how does healing really happen? How do we take the long view? How do we cultivate grit and resilience? And they really share their own intimate stories. And then the last part of the film was we took it to a live audience. And you really, I, I think the beautiful thing is that all of these people, number one, all 12 people, everyone came free. These people that get paid tens of thousands of dollars, you know, came <laughs> free and, and everyone stayed in the room while the presentations were being given with really the premise of like, we are all the same height, which means none of us are better than anyone else. And we're all in this together. Right. And the beautiful alchemy, you know, that was created with this group bonding for the first two days, it was palpable in the presentations and it, it'll be three years ago. And, October that that was filmed and I still to this day get letters and phone calls from people saying oh my god that event changed my life so it's been really exciting yeah to just have it we just released it on Plex Network on the More You channel 
June 24th, and it's still playing Fridays at 8 o'clock Pacific time on the More You channel. Oh, congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you. you. In your opinion, what is the most important quality of a film director? You know, I, I think to really, for me, it's been to really believe in your vision. And okay. and to me, I, you know, I had to get out of the way. There there are times, like, we actually, we just got done filming um, a seven-part network series for Plex Network called Becoming Fierce, which was after my, my new book that was just released as well. And it was just an all-women's retreat. So Becoming Fierce, Women's Empowerment Retreat with an amazing crew. Um, and, the you know, there was a moment where we didn't have, we needed 20 guests to register. and We only had six registered. And one of the presenters, there were six of us actually from all over the world that came in. And one of the women said to me, well, we only have six people registered and we're a month out. You know, when are you going to call it? And I said to her, you know, I have to tell you, I know this is going to happen. I believe in this project. I believe in women's empowerment. And the, you know, co-producer, Anna Dara, and I had gone shot by shot by shot and already done the treatment for the episodes. We had seen it in our mind and held it in our hearts. And I said, I know this is going to happen. And literally, Pamela, the next day, six more people registered. <laughs> and it was wow, like because I was just getting ready to ask you, how do you choose your star cast? So that's very interesting. Yes. So it's you know it's been fascinating. I have to say that it really is. It's it's bigger than me. I have to say it's really it's divinely inspired. So um, you know, I'll have guests on my radio show and mm-hmm. podcast. And it just feels like the right people come through at the right time. And when we decided to do this women's retreat, all of a sudden it was like, boom, the, the, the people were there. And we had Pauline Wynn, who flew in from Sydney, Australia, who's one of the top 20 non-celebrity speakers in the world. Um, she came in. I mean, th- this woman is a powerhouse, a spiritual powerhouse. Um, I did wow. have my dear friend Misa Hopkins come back to do this. She was in my first film. Um, but also in this, I had uh, the beautiful, talented Cynthia Brown, who's a singer-songwriter, who's also, I mean, an amazing leadership coach, has done lots of work um, with Michael Bernard Beckwith and Tracy Nichols and... Um, Natalie Ledwell came from LA who does all the work with Joe Dispenza. Yeah, the mind movies. Um, (laughs) And uh, Dr. Kari Schaefer. So, I mean, we had these, it it was just, it just came together so organically. Um, And so what I I think that the essential piece for me is that I'm really, really clear about my mission in the world. And for the last 15 and a half years, it's been very clear. It's like, to bring as much love and healing through to the world as possible with this message in my films, in my books, um, you know, in my presentations and my keynote speeches around your healing matters. And as we do our work, you know, then we become the clear conduits for that love and healing to flow through us to the world. Like we're 
the pond. I mean, excuse me, we're the, we're the stone in the pond and those concentric circles of healing radiate from us and then return to us as we do that work. Yeah, because I was just getting ready to have you to tell me a little bit about your book, Becoming Fierce. I love that. I love the title of it and creating a bold and beautiful life. So elaborate mm. more because, you know, I am going to I'm planning on I'm going to purchase the book after we get off here uh, with our interview and everything. But um, tell me about your book. Awesome. Thank you, Pamela. Yeah, you know, this this also was, I have to be honest, this, this was one of those amazing serendipitous moments. Um, mm-hmm. About a year and a half ago, I was being interviewed for my first book, The Spark, Igniting Your Best Life, on a podcast with Karen Curry Parker. And when we got, you know, almost to the end of the interview, she said, well, Stephanie, what's next for you? And I said, well... You know, I feel like there's another book coming through because I'm stopping at stoplights or, you know, a stop sign, and I'm just writing down little ideas that are coming to me on scraps of paper. And we get done with that interview, and she says to me, you know, we get offline, and she's like, you know, I need to let you know. She said, my business partner and I own a publishing house, and we'd like to publish your second book. Mm. And so, I mean, it was serendipity, right? I mean, it was just like, <laughs> so, so the next day I get on the phone or I got on a Zoom call actually with Michelle Vandepas, her, her uh, business partner. And as I'm sharing my story with Miss Michelle, she says to me, my God, Stephanie, she said, you are fierce. You are fierce. And I knew right then I said, oh my God, you know, the, the book's going to be called Becoming Fierce. And I woke up that next morning at like one fifteen in the morning and wrote the whole outline for the book. I mean, it just came wow. through. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel wow. like it's something that's really needed in our time. You know, and, it, and right away in the book, I, I defined that this is not about being aggressive, that, that being fierce is like really what it's truly about is being fully ignited inside and living with that purpose and passion and being authentically ourselves so we can show up in the world fully, authentically, and gift the world with that that is really our essential spark within us. And you know, we, we never know what sparks we might ignite in another. So I think the world is, is really asking us to show up as this best version of ourselves right now. Absolutely. I totally agree. And to please be authentic because it's so, it's so many times that everyone or some of us follow the trend or what's going on instead of really voicing your opinion or even sharing your story of who you are, where you're going, your goals, your aspirations, and I too as well, I believe and I love empowering the youth, girls. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, women of all ages, because it's important and it is needed. So I I thank you so much for sharing that. So with you offer retreats. So when you do a book launch, is that, and you give the retreats, is that all together? And is that how, how you offer the training module uh, within your services? 
No, you know, that that's just how it actually happened this time. We literally had this wild trifecta that happened. So okay. June twenty June twenty fourth um was the day that my film came out on Plex Network. It was the day my book was released and it was the day we started filming the retreat. So that was just coincidence. Um I'm gonna continue to have becoming fierce retreats for women. And you know, it was beautiful. I have to tell you, this this last retreat that we filmed for the series, um, and not every single event's going to be filmed. That's the other thing. Um, okay. I, I'm going to be doing a, a couples retreat with my partner Morgan, who is an amazing man and and uh, in and of himself. We're going to be doing a couples retreat this fall, um, and that's not going to be filmed for any network series. Uh, but I, I think that the essential thing is, just like you said, we, we had women from 30 to 79 years old at this retreat of all different nationalities, from Vietnamese to Native, Native American, Indian, Black, you know, Latina, every, you know, it was in all these ages of women. And the transformation was so phenomenal. And to watch these women find that inner power, that inner voice. And it's not about, you know, that when we talk about being empowered, it's not about having power over anyone else. It's finding that sense. Yes. Yeah. It's that your sense of worth and value is no longer dictated outside of you because we all have these external programs for happiness and we think we have to achieve, you know, uh, the status of a good person or that we have to earn love instead of realizing that that all has to begin with befriending ourselves, that that's where the journey begins. And so um, I think that that's, you know, that's, that's what I, I get excited about. That's what I'm so excited about right now. <laughs> um, yeah, right. And, I, and I definitely, I, I, I love, you know, the book is for men and women. And I just felt like this was an essential time to really do that retreat for women as women, you know, are facing a lot of difficulties. I know we all are right now, um, but in particularly women right now, um, so that we can really stand in our own, like you and I have been saying here, authenticity, our power, our strength. And what that means is, again, not power over anyone, but living in an empowered way where we show up in this world in full expression and touch with that essence, that beautiful spark that is in each one of us. Absolutely. I totally agree. That's where I'm at. That's what I believe in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, Stephanie, you are a transformational coach. What results will someone achieve hiring your services? You know, I think because I've been in the personal growth and development field, I've been a psychotherapist last 15 and a half years, and I've been in the mental health field for 33 years, I really understand what it takes to do significant change. Um, the different things that break through living not just visioning where you want to be, but what are the actual things you can do to break through into that next place in your life? And so, you know, and it's one of the chapters of my book, you know, observe. I really teach people how they can eliminate and get rid of limiting beliefs, limiting behaviors, and, and really need to purge. What 
Um, and, and that's been honestly one of the biggest thrills of my life has been not only to witness people's healing, which is one of the deepest joys you can experience, but to watch people then take that next step and to really thrive in their lives where, you know, I've, I've had clients that have, you know, transformation clients that have quit a dead end job that they've been wanting to leave forever and going for and getting that dream job. I had this one woman who felt like she was stuck here in Fort Collins. She'd grown up here. Her parents lived here. And she was still a young woman in her 30s, felt like she couldn't leave. And when she finally gave herself permission to leave this job that had been really just kind of soul-sucking, she was able to get a job out there you know, by you in San Luis Obispo, a mm-hmm. dream job, um, really started igniting her life, was able to, after she worked in that job for a while, she actually came into some money where she was able to take seven months off and tour on her bike all through the south part of North America wow. and ended up meeting the love of her life. You know, And so it, it was really fun through that time to really help her see that extended version of herself and to really go for what she desired. And so as she started limited, you know, binders of her, her life just, it's it exploded, you know, it bloomed in this beautiful, full expression. And so I think what people get me, um, I think I try to give people resources from all over and various to each person. So I'm I'm constantly researching and looking the best practices, best tools um, to help people really have those breakthrough moments, so that they can not just survive life, but to thrive fully in their lives. Yeah. Now I know you are elaborating a little bit about my next question because I I was really like I stated inspired. But what opportunities are you seeing that has been rewarding being a transformational coach? I'm, let me make sure I, I'm understanding your question. What has been the most rewarding about being a transformation coach? Yeah, you could put it that way. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I guess the thing is this. I mean, I love working with people. I love working with people, period. And, and that's why, you know, and I love doing those retreats as well because it's taking that individual work and bringing it to this dynamic full group. And so the reward for me is to really, like I said, when I witness someone else healing, when I witness someone thriving, that is such a joy for me um, because I'm very, like as I said, I'm very clear on what my purpose is here. And, um, you know, and, and a part of that is I continue to do my own work. You know, I want to be as clear of conduit as possible too. So that love and healing can flow through me. So I think it's, it's this beautiful joint journey that happens every time I have a client, every time I'm in a group, um, that becomes this beautiful alchemy between the two of us. You know, in, in physics, they say when, when we're together, and I notice this even on Zoom, um, and quantum physics would, would support this, that it's like we're exchanging subatomic particles. So even you and I, Pamela, right now, like we are connected. I can feel your heart on this call. 
I can feel your energy. And it's like you and I are connected, almost like you could say like an infinity sign. So we've got this great energy that's flowing to and from each one of us to the other. And, you know, and that's the reward, right? That's the reward. It's in the present moment. It's being able to live fully lit up. It's being able to feel that back and forth of that energy that is truly life and truly our gift to one another. Absolutely. That is so true. You know, and one of the things that makes our job so good is that, like, I can see from you just by listening to you and everything, you have great customer service skills. And that is the number one skill that everyone needs, no matter what profession you are pursuing. Mm-hmm. The If you love what you do, then customer service skills are just, it's so easy because you love making people happy, such as I. I, I love seeing girls and women feel good about themselves. And I teach customer service skills to girls who have behavioral problems. And it just excites me to see when they come in with these issues and when by the time when they leave from the training program, they feel totally different because it's just what we just learn on the outside of, like I said, it's the trend and what they do in school and how they act in school, but, but not realizing that when, as you get older and you're pursuing different ventures of going to college, taking on a job, it doesn't matter if you work for a McDonald's or like I just told my last mentee you know, who want to work for Louis Vuitton, you have to have the skills that are needed. It's not just about mm-hmm. being beautiful, but mm-hmm. also they want to know when that customer walks in, how are you going to make that customer feel to buy their products and services? So that is great. Beautiful. Is great. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I think <laughs> that's what, what you're sharing. It really touches my heart. One of my first jobs. Thank you. Um, outside of, of, um, undergrad before I went to graduate school, I worked on an adolescent psych unit and it was a lockdown residential psych unit in Aurora in, here in, right outside of Denver in Colorado. And so I think what you're touching on is so essential because I think we have to start younger and younger to start modeling that there is a different way to be. There's a different way to think. There's a different way to do this and how these young people really can learn to believe in themselves, to get their inherent worth, learn how to regulate their emotions, you know, how to have a mindfulness practice, these different things, so that they can become really what whatever it is that they want to be. Every person, it doesn't matter. Every person doesn't have to be like you and I um, and be a coach or be, you know, some, some people's gift to the world is that they're the best, you know, hairdresser or, you know, they're the best you know, scone maker at the bakery, whatever that is. Um, But it's living with that sense, like you said, of passion and purpose. And I think when we get that inside of us, you're right. I mean, customer service, speaking to other people, that's, that's the ripple effect. And that's why it's so beautiful 
Um, it really is as, as we invest in these young people and invest in other people. It doesn't matter what age. You know, we're, we're never too old for happily ever after. Absolutely. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's whenever um, that yeah you know, we can open that doorway. I think wow, it's so essential because it does have a ripple effect. So as we help people to heal, then they become that force that can help bring healing to others and can help bring just goodness. I mean, sometimes when we talk about random acts of kindness, it's learning that just a smile, just speaking to someone with kindness can have a ripple effect and can change someone's day. I think we've all heard, you know, stories about people that literally were on the brink of ending their own life and then someone was kind to them walking down the street and it changed the trajectory of their whole lives. Yeah, that is true. Absolutely. Have you ever had to handle a difficult conflict in your career? And how difficult, did you okay. handle that? So a difficult conflict in my career with someone or personally? Um, in your Outside career. Outside of career. Mm-hmm. In my career, let me think. I mean, there's definitely been, you know, challenges working with, certain personality types and much more so I think when I was just a psych and I don't mean just there's quotes just a psychotherapist um, because I'm a trauma specialist and I think you know that has brought with it you know some difficult challenges at times Um, but you know I, I guess I feel really fortunate in my professional world that you know I, I feel like I one of my gifts is that I'm I'm a really good communicator. So I'm able to discuss with whoever it would be, um, whatever the issue is at hand and that we can work through it. Um, but I've never really had a major challenge per se, you know, at, at work in, in any of my capacities. I've been blessed to have amazing teams that I've worked with and you know, everyone at my publishing company was so amazing um, and supportive with my new book coming out right now, working with um, some really transitioning out of psychotherapy and really going into coaching. I'm doing a lot of keynote speaking and, um, you know, really, really leaning into this, the film production. And so when you have an amazing team like Anadera and Film Nest, you know, our, our director, Joe, won best director at Sundance Film Festival. You're, you're working with this level of people who are really able to share in the vision and the passion for the project. So it's really changed. I have to be honest. I mean, it's really changed. Um, instead of being a lone practitioner to have these loving, supportive groups, it's been really powerful. So I, I don't have a good, you know, conflict or challenging. I mean, I, I think here's, here's one challenging thing. And it, it was raising funds for the first film or the first, the, the filming of, excuse me, not the first film, the filming, just the filming part of this series that just happened. And, um, you know, we had to come up with $30,000 um, and we had a week to do so. We, we had already had $10,000 committed, but we need $50,000 for the, the project to happen. And, Again, I have to tell you, Pamela, part of it for me has been truly believing in the project 
And even when you feel like, okay, I don't know that the resources are out there, um, or I feel intimidated, you know, putting these letters out, asking for people to look at the prospectus and, you know, think about investing, you continue to do it. You continue to hold on to that vision and that goal. And when Anna Dara and I put our minds together and said, you know, this has to happen. This is such an important event. It's such an important film series. Um, Once again, I mean, it was less than 30 hours later, we had all the money. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Determination, right? Determination. (laughs) <laughs> it is. I mean, there's something about being driven by a goal and, and really holding on to it and at the same time surrendering um, the ego part. There's no ego in it. You know, right. it's like, okay, for me, a lot of it is like, okay, I feel like a lot of this was divinely inspired. And so I'm going to hold on to the calling and know that, okay, that's that's how I know this is supposed to happen. And when I believe in it in that way, I can't even begin to tell you the miracles that show up. Like I literally last summer had to keep a miracle journal because so many incredible things were happening on a daily basis. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to have to come to old Colorado. I have to like get, get some of that good luck from you. There we go. Heck yes. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, my mom, whom was my best friend. I tell mm. you, we she used to love to go to Vegas, and she always played either blackjack or keno. But it didn't matter what she touched—the machine or keno. Mom would always win over five thousand mm. dollars. And here I have already spent like five thousand, you know, <laughs> myself just within the hour. <laughs> but I just started following her around because I was just curious. What is it that you're doing that I'm not doing? Am I not mm-hmm. spiritually somewhere? <laughs> but uh, it, it just was uh, amazing. And she had told me, "You just haven't touched." touched your lucky charm and so Mm. I held her hand and rubbed on it and everything and I swear that was the first time I ever hit $3,000 but I felt so good (laughs) I love it I love that well and you know I think that um you know I mean I think there's really power in belief right and and so believing is seeing a lot in my own experience um it's it's not that we see it and then we believe it. Like you really believe that you're holding your mom's hand. There's some magic here. There's something that can happen. There's something that now is going to rub off on me. Right. And so, the, you know, there's some power to that. I think that that's so interesting. I love that. <laughs> so, Stephanie, you are a professional speaker. Tell me, what was the best career advice you've ever received wow 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 that's a huge question because I, I feel like <laughs> I've gotten so much great input throughout my life um so in particularly just with speaking um I I think part of what I heard and this is you know back five years ago when I had my first guest on the show and 
my first guest, and I, I saw him in person in studio, was a dear, dear friend, Larry Bloom, and his daughter was the key figure in Aaron Sorkin's film Molly's Game that came out about five years ago about okay. in-home gambling. He he won best, uh, I think, uh, what was it, screenplay for that. Uh, he won the Academy Award. But anyway, I thought it was so great. Larry, uh, who is Molly's dad in the movie, was played by Kevin Costner. And Larry had really been a mentor of mine throughout my life. I'd known Larry and, and the Blooms, you know, since I was 13 years old. So Larry was really instrumental in my life. When I came back from L.A. my first year of college, I went to go to art school to be a fashion designer and uh, fashion merchandiser. But I, I came back to Colorado, and Larry was a professor at CSU in the psychology department. And the first thing that he said to me when I was like, what do I do now? Because I'm, I'm not going to continue doing that. You know, he really said, let's look at what you're natural at. So you are natural at this, at, at helping other people. And so, you know, getting into psychology and getting into social work was really a natural thing for me to do. Um, so that was probably the first great career advice. And then as he's coming on to my show that day, once again, he said, you know, you are a natural at this. And the truth is, Pamela, I mean, we were laughing because I'd been interviewing my brother when I was, you know, six years old and he was three in the bathtub with a hairbrush. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, it was something that, that had always been a part of me. And, you know, and so I think um, part of, of the greatest career advice I've had is, number one, listen to that inner calling. I think we have to get quiet enough so that we can hear that inner GPS, which is our own internal guidance system, and to really look at not just what do I want to do to make money? Because, you know, we can do all kinds of things to make money and also be very empty. Right. And so it's what can I do? I think we become successful when we really are going, oh, my gosh, this aligns so well with my purpose and with my passion. And so when we do that, and, and the thing is, you know, with speaking, I truly believe everyone has a story to share. You know, we, we all have something that can inspire someone else. We might not know what that is yet. Um, but I think when we find that out, that it becomes essential that we share it because we're all golden threads in this tapestry of life um, and we can really support one another. So I, I would say, you know, the best career advice, advice is to find that golden thread that you are. Okay. And Yeah, yeah. Wow. What do you like most about your career? I mean, because you are a woman of a jack of all trades. And I thought, <laughs> you know, here I am. I wear a few hats myself. And people are like, Oh, you can't do this. You got to do this one thing at a time. But me from coming from the corporate world, time management was taught. And so mm -hmm. I just take, had taken everything that I have learned over the years um, within my experience. And I just utilize that of what I do, not saying I could do everything because I can't, I can't wait to really, you know, get that awesome team of women with me and, I, I need a mentor, of course. Do you have a mentor? 
I have had, I, right now, I, I don't have one particular one. I've definitely worked with my own transformation coaches and okay. um, Tom Cronin, uh, who was uh, the film producer of The Portal, which if anyone has a chance to see that, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal film. Um, okay. But Tom also, right now, you know, he's working with Apple. He's working with some major corporations. He teaches um, big time. His project is called the Stillness Project, but he's a very, very successful coach. And he was instrumental for me in finding, you know, some of these next, you know, whether it was speaking opportunities or how to market myself, um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal coach. And so I do, I really believe we need mentors. And right now I'm leaning a little bit more into mentors that are really my speaking mentors, um, nice. people that are, that have been out there. Gene Gates, one of my dear friends, um, two years ago, he won the um, best radio show host in America. And oh. so I'm in a mastermind with he and his wife and my partner, Morgan and I. And so that I'm getting a lot of inspiration from that. Oh, that's good. That's good. You know, only thing that gets me a little confused, which I still haven't defined. Maybe you can help me. Mm-hmm. So we have all these different types of coaches. But what type of coach do someone need when you just need help with certain things to stay organized and to help plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, that almost sounds, you know, anyone who hopefully is a life coach, it could be a transformation coach, high performance coach, they're going to have those management strategies. You know, and, and like you, I mean, it sounds like both of our lives are, are very, very full. And so we have to get those planning strategies. We have to do those things. I love Brendan Burchard's High Performance Planner, which mm-hmm. is an amazing way to start your day because there's, there's this checklist around truly what are the three most essential things of the day, um, what is the most important thing to get done? And then you have your daily planner, but it's also asking you very specific questions to help you grow individually. Like, what are the three things I'm most grateful for today? Well, who is one person who needs my support today or my message today? You know, and reaching out to that person. Um, and then a, an accountability piece at the end of the day of how did I show up in these areas? So I think, you know, I think you can get strategies from anyone who, I I would look through people's profiles, Pamela, and really see if that's one of the things that they offer. Um, Because you want to be with someone who they already have a plan for how they manage their life and time. Right. You know, so that you know. And that's why, again, I invite people, like I have a 20-minute free consult that I offer. And I think those are essential um, okay. people can do 20 or you know 30 minutes free with me because then you get an idea like, are we a fit? Are we in alignment? Is this someone who's going to take me where I want to go from the most basic level to the, the bigger dreams and the bigger aspirations that you have? So I think that's an essential piece of this. Okay. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you so much. You made a statement that said, 
as one of us heals, we become the pebble in the pond and we radiate those concentric rings of healing out and better help others to heal. What do you mean by that? Well, I think that, you know, that goes back to that essential thing that each one of us, our healing matters. Um, and that we, you know, it's, it's like we can't help other people very well unless we are truly taking care of ourselves first. And I think there's this misconception around if I make myself a priority in my own life, then I'm being selfish. And so many of us were taught you take care of other people first. Yes. So, and it, so it doesn't mean at the neglect of other people, what it means is the priority is when you wake up first thing in the morning, you spend the first half hour or hour taking care of you in the ways that are going to nurture your mind, body, and soul. So whether it's exercise, mindfulness practice, you know, doing your gratitudes, being in nature, whatever it is that feeds your soul and grounds you, when you do that, then you are literally giving yourself a reservoir where you could operate from that during your day. So now you're able to really give to other people. You've all of a sudden become more of a clearer conduit for those positive things to come through you. So I think all of that is so essential. Um, and the other piece that I mean by that, when I say, you know, this whole thing around that you become the pebble in the pond, um, what we do and the decisions we make obviously do matter. And making the choice to take care of yourself. And if you feel like, wow, there's something that's really stopping me from living my best life, from being, and not that we're happy all the time. I think part of this, when I talk about being, you know, becoming fierce in the book, I talk about, you know, we have to be with the unpleasant emotions as well. It's not, you know, disregarding them or that they don't exist. It's actually acknowledging them and being with them and not telling ourselves a story about them so that we can truly transcend and start working on that healing. So each one of us is responsible to work on how can I show up today as the best version of me. So if I need to go get help, whether it's a coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's talking to a best friend or, you know, our moms, um, I think those are essential pieces. And so as we are responsible for that, then we truly can help other people much more than we could have ever imagined. And that, I think, truly is how we're going to help transform this world. It really is one person at a time. But then that, yeah, that is that clear conduit we've been talking about where as we heal, we help others to truly heal as well. That is so true because I did not realize that I was broken. At one at one time a few years ago, I had gone through some challenges and obstacles. And here I am training others and developing. But I didn't realize till one day I was just totally exhausted. And mm -hmm. I just went into this boo-hoo moment. And I was like, I don't have no one to help me. Mm -hmm. Who do I have to help me? And mm -hmm. so I was listening to one of my favorite mentors, which was Bob Proctor. Mm -hmm. And this message to me just totally resonated. And I had immediately emailed him. However, 
me having my radio show podcast has really helped me heal too because I have spoken with some amazing people such as yourself and it really had helped me to let go and let God and also to heal within so I can get back to being Pamela because I was really broken I you know and I didn't realize Mm. that because I was so used to being strong I have to you know get up in the morning and make sure that she's okay she's okay everybody is okay but I Mm -hmm. wasn't okay Mm -hmm. that's powerful and I learned that and you know I'm looking forward in the future to get out to share my story and even though I am a little shy, but I can get over that. I know I can. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just standing there in the front of thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> I said, maybe I got to have a alter ego. Who am I? I am that sapphire. I am one of God's yeah. children. You, so, I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and once you start doing it, you know, you, you, I can just tell you just have such a lovely heart and such a lovely mission yourself that that just starts coming through. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if there's 10 or 10,000 people out in front of you. You know, you're in that energy. You're in that message. And so it just comes through you as you. And I just yeah. know you'll do great. I can feel it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate that. So we're coming up for time. Can you give us any tips you have as a transformational coach? Well, I would say one of the biggest things that I feel like are important is how you start your day. You know, I I think we hear so much about how you start the day is literally, you know, how, how the rest of the day is going to go. So being a priority in your own life, absolutely befriending yourself in that way, showing up for yourself. And I would invite people to do what I call the three C's in the morning. And that's getting, you know, your journal or a notebook and you have to write it out. You can't just think it. You know, we have very slippery brains, so we want to tell them that this matters by writing this out. And so you're going to write out the three C's and their questions. And the first one is, how do I take care of myself today? And each day okay. it's going to be different. You know, it's, it's going to be today I'm going to take care of myself by eating nutritious foods. Today I'm going to take care of myself by taking that walk in nature. I'm going to take care of myself by, you know, when it's cold out, taking a hot bath at night. You know, whatever that is, you write that out. The second one is, the second question is, how do I connect today? We are interdependent beings. We need one another. And so how am I going to be in community? How am I going to connect with other people? And it can be texting, even better, Zoom, even better in person, right? So how do I want to connect with other people? And then the last one is, how can I be creative today? And that's about how do I tap into flow, And it doesn't mean that you have to create a piece of music or a piece of art. Being creative can literally be, I'm going to take a different way to work today so that my brain is working differently. I'm carving new neural pathways. It can be 
how I'm going to be creative today is I'm going to come up with 10 songs on Spotify that make me feel energized and amazing. And I'm going to play that list today, or I'm going to play that list while I'm making dinner and dance in the kitchen. You know, it's whatever, right. <laughs> whatever that is, but just following those three C's, it's such a great priming. It's like you are priming your heart, mind, body, and soul for the rest of the day. Beautiful. Great tips. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to add or share about what's next before we hang up and how someone can contact you and where to purchase your book? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, so my new book, Becoming Fierce, is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And um, as I said, my film is available Fridays, 8 o'clock, uh, Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Mountain Central on the Plex Network. So you can download that for free, and it's on the More You channel. So right at 8 o'clock, you just click on where it says Watch Live, and that will come on. And to people to go to stephaniejames.world, that's stephaniejames.world, and you can see a trailer for my film. You can actually, there's links to buy both of my books. You can see um, all the different gifts that I have to offer. I have a free gift for uh, Igniting the Sparks Within visualization. You can do a 30-minute free coaching session with me, um, just kind of a breakthrough session. And you can see the events that are coming up. And like I said, we're, we're looking at in February, we've got a new event coming up. And this fall, I'll be doing a couples retreat with my partner. So those are the things I'm really excited about. Um, in January, the new series will be released on Plex. So lots of exciting offerings coming up. And I would just love to connect with anyone from your audience. So there's a way to contact me at stephaniejames.world. And I would love to help anyone go to that next level in their life. Yes. I am very interested in some retreats. I need a retreat. I haven't had a retreat and be around other involving women and, you know, with having that mindset and, and I'm ready for that. So mm -hmm. how do I connect? I am going to go on your website. That's the first, awesome. that's the start. Correct. Yeah. That wonderful. Is awesome. <laughs> so, so if you, if you go onto my website, send me a message, I'll put you on my mailing list and then you will okay. get my newsletter and you will get all the upcoming events coming your way so that you don't miss a thing. Okay. Beautiful. Stephanie, it has been a pleasure having you on my show. And I do look forward to chatting further in the future. Thank you again, and good luck to you on your endeavors. Well, listeners, I have reached my destination. I am an award-winning author of the new book, A Journey of a Sapphire. I hope to inspire others who are on their journey towards success to never give up on your dreams and how to recognize behavioral problems. Please visit journeyofasapphire.com to purchase your copy of my book, also available on amazon.com, Kindle Fire. And as always, I leave you with this quote and do have a wonderful day. We measure our communication by our actions when we need to allow our ability towards change. Pamela L. Henderson. Cheers. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to All Roads 65 Max Radio with Pamela Henderson. Join us every other week on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio Station One. And please visit allroads65max.org and become a volunteer or sponsor and be the change you want to see in this world. With your help, we can make a difference in our society and uplift those who so desperately need our help. Thank you for tuning in.